0: This week on the reverse stick, India warm up for the Hockey Series Finals as the temperature drops in Perth, Euro Clubs wind up the season and Can Cake bring the Pro League to WA (music) Greetings, welcome once again the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey
1: Podcast. I'm co-host A, John Lee, and with me is co-host B. That's me. Yeah, that's oh, you. Hey, good to be here. My name is Matt Allen. Thank you for joining us on episode ninety-five of the Reverse Stick, indeed the Global Hockey Podcast. Very uh, uh, Perth-centric. The intro there, John. I mentioned yes. person I mentioned for WA. It's not particularly global, is it? Oh, well, we're trying to bring the globe to Perth. That's right, bring it to our doorstep. Um, yeah, Not that you want to be here this morning, though. Three degrees it's down to, and um, it's a little bit chilly. We're recording on a Friday morning this time. Um, we, this is our second uh, morning meetup of the week, because, of course, on Monday morning we went down and watched the uh, Australia A. Um,
0: Glorious day it was. Yes, uh,
1: versus, versus India in their practice match. Uh, no beanies. Test. No beanies. We were not wearing a beanie no, on no, no, Monday no. morning. It was absolutely beautiful morning, wasn't it, down at Perth Hockey it Stadium? It um, yeah. Poor old
0: Indian boys though. They'd be they'd be ringing the room service and trying to get those extra breakers last <laughs> night, wouldn't
1: they? I certainly <laughs> would. Uh, and much more on that and uh, hockey travels this week to come up in the show. And and we've just got lots of snippets about the world of hockey, haven't we?
0: Lots of little things going on this week, but they're. Big things when they're about hockey. <laughs> you like that?
1: Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not?
0: <laughs> uh, let's start with some stuff that's going on on the field, apart from the Pro League, of course, which you can catch up with by listening to Totally Pro League. Totally Pro League. league, league,
1: league, league, league. Um, oh, got uh, me thinking. A, you know uh, <laughs> no, what? You haven't even started. No, no, ASMR is quite popular at the moment, and we're looking to try and build our, our base.
0: What's that? Podcast. AMSR.
1: Yeah, it's, like it's really put, you get millions of hits on YouTube and the podcast with ASMR and all.
0: If you talk softly. Shall we open a
1: present as well? Are at you the same talking too loudly for effect. You're scaring all the ASMR fans away. All right, come on. What are you going to go <laughs> okay. on? Here? Test matches. Test matches,
0: uh, at the moment going on. Of course, we've got the games here at Perth, which we'll talk about shortly. Scotland are taking on Canada in a women's series in Glasgow. Two games have been completed in that five-game series. And it's uh, the Canadians holding the upper hand there. A 4-1 victory in the first game and a 3-0 victory in the second game. game's coming up on Saturday, Sunday and then Monday, Tuesday to finish that little pa- series. I can
1: remember they'll be fresh and ready to go. The Canadians, obviously, the Belgian League finished... Uh... Last weekend, so they're playing hockey and Scotland's just finished up as well, hasn't it? So uh, they're all uh, coming into the sides there at the back end of their league seasons. Yeah,
0: of course. um, You know, a very important tournament or set of games for Canada too. Looking for Olympic qualification through the hockey series. So they need the uh, the warm up games and get the group together. They might have all, they might all have been playing in Belgium or majority of them, but they weren't all playing together. Right. So that's uh, right. Yes. That, that's the only real thing that's going on as far as international competition at the moment. You
1: want to know? Um, in, in Europe, I've got plenty of results and yep. titles and things to bring you there. Um, we're kindly brought to you on the uh, TV site. Lots of info on there on what's happening in the European titles. We'll start off in France, where Saint Germain, uh, team of TRS World 11 member, Xavier Pion, um, they uh, assured their spot to the EHL next October in Barcelona as they beat CA um where are I? I think that was 3 in the final there and uh, Saint-Germain well, Montruge, um may get through but it's going to be dependent on uh, the outcome of the Euro Hockey Trophy in Switzerland in June so well done to Saint-Germain
0: yeah it should be said there's still plenty of club hockey to come in Europe with the Euro club challenges that are coming up shortly oh it
1: doesn't stop it's 12 months a year isn't it
0: and it's, it's going to be a big month of hockey June with the Euro Club stuff going on you've got 40 games of Pro League in 23 days coming up in June so there's going to be hockey going off everywhere In
1: Spain on the men this weekend we'll see the semi-finals on Saturday and then the final on Sunday I wouldn't mind betting that we'd, uh, we'll get some streaming of that yep. uh, did last year it was good Rail Club de Polo will be playing Club de Campo and Athletic Terrasa will meet Club Egara. Um, well, Terrassa, isn't that, uh, Oriel Perry team? Park I believe it. so. And Agara, of course, uh, and Andrew Wilson, Wilson uh, friends of the show. Uh, so that's, yep, yeah, something to look forward to there in Spain. Now, there were, um, the finals took place in Belgium at the weekend, and Royal Leopold, um, uh, beat Shot. I just, I like Beer Shot as a name because you've got beer and shots in the, um, <laughs> the, na- the, the name of the club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, where are we uh, d- d- that was a tight game 4-2 um, a 4-2 win for Leo in that game uh, 14 year wait for winning the, the Belgian title for them um, Heracles and did the d- Dragons I think joined them going through to the EHL next I like Heracles next Well, look, and, an, and that's where and you that's like where, beer well, shot well that's where the, the finals were held at Heracles and apparently they're very good hosts and you remember their, their rise in EHL e- last year yeah. um and they were all i think they're all homegrown players that were in the side yep, there yep. Got a, uh, i mean if it wasn't blue and it was black and white on the stripes then i'd definitely be behind them but i got a bit disappointed when i realized it wasn't black and white stripes
0: i must admit the first time i heard that the name i thought they were greek side but um yeah been,
1: been <laughs> well, right there where the waterloo ducks come from well exactly uh, final four is decided uh, in the German men's competition. Um, Mannheimer have uh, found the fourth and final spot to go through, so that's being played. Where are we? Um, semi-finals on Saturday, 3.30 Central European time. Uh, Ullinus-Mülheim uh, playing UHC. Uh, and Rottweiss coln taking on Mannheimer uh, at 6pm.
0: Go Rotweiss.
1: You, that's your team, is it?
0: Yeah I just like the name And know, place, And,
1: and, and, and Loverboy a boy from obviously As well um, Yeah well, uh, I can forgo that But uh, yeah Payette, uh Amongst the goals there Surprise for, Surprise For Mannheimer um, So it was a 6-0 win For them over Nuremberg So interesting to see What happens in those Semis over the weekend In Germany um, Three Rock Rovers in Ireland Had their second cup win In I think Seven or eight days Against Liz mm-hmm. um And and uh, continue that run of one-off final victories, they're doing very well there um, for the women in Germany, didn't want to skip that UHC Hamburg uh, win the German League and a place in the new EHL women's competition in 2020 um, they've also got their semi-finals this weekend though uh, uh, they'll play Clubander Ulster in the early game at 11am and Mannheim will take on Dusseldorf um, at 1pm Central European time we're getting through them, John. Yep. Uh, where can I take you to next? Uh, WKS Grunwald um, recured, uh, secured the regular season title in Poland. Uh, for the men in the Dutch League, um, um are through to the playoffs. So give me the dates of when the, those are being played. I'd imagine that's happening this weekend as well. Uh, so Bloomendale won the Dutch men's regular season um, on goal difference ahead of Kampong. Um, Amsterdam and HGC claimed the final playoff places, which get underway on Wednesday. So that's, uh, that's already happening midweek. There we go. Um,
0: congratulations to those two Dutch clubs. They've been fantastic for years. They've been strong, successful clubs. But the, the sort of underdog lover in me would love it if you were sitting here one year telling me about how Campon and, um,
1: and Bloomerdale.
0: We're fighting it out at the bottom of the table for relegation. <laughs> I don't know, there's something perverse yeah, about it. There's that.
2: a lot of
1: strength. To, you know, clubs like Den Bosch yeah. or Angie um it's, it's, you know, it's a hell of a competition there. And Kampong, Camp- I saw that Alexander Cox had signed a new two year uh, contract there to continue coaching. Yeah. Uh, what else got? A lot got? of um, coaches
0: swapping around at the moment, too, in the Europe as, as the uh, leagues are coming. And globally. Yeah, and, and players as well announcing that they're leaving that club or they'll be at that club next year or whatever it may happen to be.
1: If you want to find out all about it, John, just head scored. to scored, scored com um and join. Are you are you are, you, yeah, oh, good, you I, are. Okay. I can't find you on the name, you still haven't you still haven't, you know, um rated my coaching abilities. <laughs> <and> the <like. laughs> no, no.
0: There's a reason for that.
1: <laughs> uh Dan Bosch, four one winners over Stitcher, um to take the Dutch title at the weekend. Uh, so there'll be a rematch between the clubs in the playoffs, which get underway on Thursday. So that was yesterday. Uh, Arangi Rood and Amsterdam meet in the other playoff. Uh, so the first leg of the semis uh, was 8.30 last night. The next leg is on Saturday, and then the final one on Sunday, if it's required. So maybe that's a little league set, set up there, is it, that they play?
0: don't know, if required. It's yeah. interesting.
1: Must be. Stephen, okay. fill us in on that yep. one. Yep. Get on to some, some, Something different happening there. Um, so that yeah, that's what's going on in Europe at the moment. John,
0: you are listening to the Reverse Nick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Let's talk about the games we've been to in the last week here in yes, Perth. Yes, all that. Yeah. Us. Yep. Um, India taking on Australia, um, a series that would never have happened. If everything had gone to plan, <laughs> because they'd both be in the pro league, yeah. uh, not last minute, but certainly a, a, a sort of a, a secondary consideration. Oh, we could we could go and play against Australia. They're going to be at home. They're not going to be playing the pro league, and it sort of worked out for everybody, didn't it?
1: It did. And but you're right. This wasn't something that was scheduled twelve months ago um, to, to to be played. Yeah. It was maybe sort of six weeks, seven weeks ago that there was a discussion that this could happen, um, and it's all come together quite quickly. Um, but it's been great to have the Indian team down here in Perth So we've now seen, you've seen three games yeah. um, And uh, I've seen just the two But I'm going to the, the final test this evening So we kicked off, we, we went and watched WA Thundersticks, didn't we? Yeah. Um, against the Indian side um, India were comfortable winners in the game but the, but the WA boys put up a good defensive effort I think we talked about it I week, think
0: It must be fair, I think both sides experimented in that game a little bit Yeah um, the WA boys well, played they w- yeah, I mean, they in the wouldn't... second half than they did in the first half. And noticeably, in a, in a coach, what would have been a coach driven uh, directive about, okay, we're going to do this now. And you're gonna, this is how we're going to play. It yeah. And not
1: there. a lot of time to, to work on it either. No, you?
0: no, not. Um, and I think the Indians were trying a few things in that game as well. Um, we missed, both of us missed the first of the Australia A India games. It was two of those. Yeah. It must be said that. It was a pretty strong Australia A side that they took into both of those games and, uh, India didn't treat them lightly either. That well, was the, well they teams. had
1: a the 3-0 win in, in, in the, the first, first game. game. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, and they would have been pretty cock-a-hoop about that. yeah. And unfortunately we didn't see that particular game, but we did roll down to the empty Perth Hockey Stadium <laughs> on uh, Monday morning <laughs> at did. 10 o'clock.
1: 10am 10 local time to go and watch Australia A, which was basically Australia, uh, with, a couple with of maybe four, four or five development squad players um, involved in the mix uh, as well. I think
0: Zalewski didn't play, um, Jake Harvey didn't play. No, No,
1: no, no. Dawson didn't play. Uh, Yeah, it was was like five five or six six in in and out. Yeah, Yeah, Flynn Flynn Ogle we didn't play. Um, But it was a highly entertaining game, wasn't it? Great game. And and
0: physically a lot of pressure that uh, played at a very... um, strong temper oh jeez
1: they were getting stuck into yeah. each other for a game that meant, meant nothing, nothing. <laughs> um, yeah it was it was incredible the body pressure that was being put on by both sides and, and it yeah. made it in, an entertaining encounter and no one breakneck.
0: Re- no one really got um, upset with the way the game was played the umpires were strong kept it all you know basically in check and players just accepted that oh he went in for a hard tackle and it, that's what we do with playing, playing. hockey
1: so that was a 1-1 one, one draw. Um, first half goal from uh, Kieran Arunasalam, who's back in the development squad, was in the in the, the full squad for a season and has dropped out. So a 1-1 draw? Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, and then, the, and, <laughs> and then an equaliser from Harman Preet from the spot. Um, from from the um, short corner.
0: OK, yeah, you're right. Yeah.
1: yeah He's just so involved I got confused. with the game. Well, right, the stu-
0: shootout at the end confused me.
1: Well, we streamed it on... Push past pundits using the, the crappy iPhone, um, but it was the only vision available anywhere at the time around the world of it. Um, Hockey India seemed to have upped their game a little bit, John, since, um, since we put that out and we were putting some, oh, they've got camera, cam, they've got cameramen everywhere now filming, uh, training sessions and all sorts. Are we claiming yeah, that, are we? Yeah, of course okay. I am. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll do that. Um, then we got on to, let's get to the first test.
1: So this, this was last night. Uh, no, yep. hang on. Wednesday
0: night. Oh, back, back to the, the, the empty stadium. Ah, someone yes, yeah, make yeah. A, a well, on, comment yeah. on, on Facebook. There, there was a few Indians scattered around. There was a few, uh, there was one family there where the kids came along as well, but yeah. a, not many people at
1: all. You know, 50? 100. Yeah, maybe 50. Yeah. yeah. If that. Um, yeah, but there was a comment on Facebook going, why are the stand's so empty? And I goes mate, it's 10 o'clock in the morning on a Monday.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so be it. On to the test on Wednesday night. Um, once again, a terrific game, much like Monday's, a uh, very physical contest, no quarter given, but no one really getting overly upset about anything. Um, I think there might have been one or two green cards given, but no, not, not um, vicious or anything like that, yeah. nothing vicious. Um, Fantastic game. Uh, what, was the, what, was
1: it, what was the crowd like? Because obviously well, I, what I saw on YouTube, and you, you can still watch the game re- replayed on YouTube, just go to the Hockey Australia Facebook pa- um, <laughs> YouTube page. Don't go to the Facebook page. Why would you go there? Um, and that's on again... For tonight's game, I don't know how quickly this pod will go out. It might be a bit late, but you, you yesterday's could, game, <laughs> yesterday's game, you can um, you can go and rewatch it. It will be there on the Hockey Australia YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, well, uh, you mentioned the crowd there. Uh, I was chatting to someone from Hockey Australia after the game, mm-hmm. the uh, world's greatest hockey media manager, yeah, yeah. and he told me that they thought there was about fifteen hundred there. They weren't doing the gate or anything like that. Hockey Australia, that was Hockey WA. Yeah, probably about right. That that would have been around about fifteen hundred, and it's funny because at the time I thought, oh yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Five o'clock start. There was some uh, obviously a junior coach had brought down some kiddies from instead of training, let's go uh-huh. and watch the hockey. And there was I thought a, they should. I think it must be from Wasps. So well done to that coach there for bringing the kiddies down, and they made quite a lot of noise on the other side of the I, field. I, from could the the bright, stand. I could see the bright. I could see the bright yellow. Yeah, yeah. And there was also a small group of Indians in the far corner. I, I think they were. Um, Punjabi, because every time one of the Punjabi boys got the ball, <laughs> they erupted. Um, so, it, they, yeah, it was a reasonable crowd, but, it, and it's funny, what ups, something did upset me about the crowd, but what it was, was my expectation that 1500 was good enough. Hmm. I, I, I generally, I, it was great to see people turn out, 1500's okay, they made a few dollars across the bar and well, selling yeah. chips and gravy.
1: Well, and Toasted ham and cheese. Came with so, cheese. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we made comment last week about it going five o'clock. Who's going to make it along for that? So yeah, I'd probably say you know it ain't bad, particularly compared to you look at some of the pro league crowds that we're getting around the world. Um, it's not a bad shout, is it, for a five o'clock game on a work night?
0: Yeah, but what what interested me was my attitude that I would be satisfied with fifteen hundred. Yeah. No, no, having a crack at any hockey authorities whatsoever. This is, this yeah, is yeah. about the hockey family more than anything. No, and, else. and
1: what your expectations are. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: And I was disappointed that I, my expectations shouldn't have been, oh, well, 5,000 people will turn up. Yeah.
1: But that's, just, anyway. Well, I think, I think we'd probably be two and a half, three tonight if it was, yeah, if, there I was think so. if there was, if there was. Unfortunately,
0: you, you're up against the old AFL tonight. There'll be a few people whose memberships to a football club they can never play for will mean more to them <laughs> than going and <laughs> watching look, a top class international game of hockey. I
1: was I was having the, that dilemma, that thought the other day, I was watching my soccer team in the UK at the very early hours of the morning and uh I was thinking about the crowd, it was there was forty, forty one thousand there for it. Um, and I just wondered how many of them play soccer who actually go out and play a game. And it would be interesting to do the comparison on a hockey crowd, pro, pro rata, um, yep. with it, how many don't play hockey that are there in the crowd. Um, and it would probably be the inverse. inverse yeah. yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah. Bit,
0: well, we'll get some boffins onto that, shall we?
1: Yeah. Um, Sam Rowe, He's, do some uh, anali- analysis. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, back to the hockey though. Oh, and I think,
1: um, I didn't mention it on the European round, but the Amsterdam, Amsterdam the um, Royal Antwerp women won the uh, the women's Belgian title. Oh so, well, I don't remember yeah, um, that. <laughs> so, well done to Ernst and the, uh, all of the uh, the Royal Antwerp hockey okay. family.
0: Very good. Back to the hockey on Wednesday night. Four um, 0 was the final scoreline. Uh, Australia were two nil up when India dragged their keeper. Yeah. And picked up a couple of cheapies at the end. there. Yeah, it wasn't uh, a fair,
1: a fair reflection really no, on, no, the, on of, the, of result. the game. But
0: no. that, that being said, I think one of the things Graham Reed will be are working on with the Indians is possession, especially when you drag your keeper. Yeah. Because uh, the whole idea is that you then get a, a numerical advantage. Well, they got another because one because there was a
1: green card against Australia in that, that, in period, that period as well,
0: wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Um, so they had, to advantage, but they gave away possession and Australia managed to score two goals. If, you know, the whole, um, you watch teams that, that, you know, pinch draws or even victories when they drag their keepers. Uh, it's all about them maintaining possession. Yes. And yeah. not necessarily thinking, oh, we've got to rush a goal now. We've got to rush a goal. No, it's about patience, yeah, patience. and yeah. possession. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what gets you those goals with 10 seconds to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, look thoroughly entertaining and I'm looking well uh, actually John I don't know if anybody's anybody's, uh, a follower of our Twitter account we retweeted a post from uh, the Kookaburras which included uh, you pitch side uh, having a chat with Blake Govers. And I thought that was was rather nice. So, obviously, I'm down there tonight. I'll have the mic in hand because you won't be down there. I'm just hoping uh, I can get the hair done right and maybe need to pluck the eyebrows a little bit to to get on there.
0: Yeah, I should have really got on to the makeup lady before this. (laughs)
3: Let's have a listen to Blake Govers, shall we?
1: Blake Govers, welcome to the reverse stick.
0: Um, Good game
3: tonight. You picked up a couple yourself. Yeah, it was good. Obviously got one at the end there and then a stroke early on. Um, India took it to us for a little while. They pulled their goalkeeper and we managed to score some goals with them hand down. So it was actually pretty pleasing to see.
0: Uh, it was a, a hard, physical, fast game of hockey. Um, keep you in touch with the pro league?
3: Yeah, definitely. The Indians are always very fast, very agile on the ball. So we had to be at the best of our game. Our tackling wasn't so good at the start. And then it cleaned up a little bit, which gave us a lot of our opportunities, which was good.
0: A lot of the recent hockey you guys have been playing, you've had uh, the old umpire, the third umpire, the television umpire, none of that tonight, did you notice?
3: No, it was old school, it was, it was good hockey, no umpire, all that kind of stuff, there is a few things that you wish you could uh, maybe refer, but it, it's all even, you know, and they have to deal with the same thing, so it's a still a level playing field regardless, so I think it's, uh, you know, I don't think much of it. Yeah
0: you got another test coming up in a couple of days yeah. and then off to Europe for the rest of the Pro League. Yeah. Looking forward to the team off on a trip together?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're, just, uh, we're in New Zealand Argentina. That was a pretty long leg there. And then we're back here to play a couple of games before we go to Europe, which is amazing. Um, so obviously we play Friday night here at 6.30 and at PHS. So it's it's going to be good to get away to Europe again. It's going to be a long uh, month away. Um, but it's a, it's a game every weekend, so it's easy to stay focused um, a nation to a nation every week. It's good.
0: Blake, thanks a
3: lot. Thanks for
0: your awesome. time and good luck. Thank very much, mate. Blake Govers there at the uh, Perth Hockey Stadium after their 4-0 victory over India for Australia. Um, he talked about it's going to be a big month. In, uh, the Australians actually play four games in ten days at the end of the, the Pro League tournament before yeah, the crazy, finals start. Crazy,
1: after having weeks <laughs> week, from other yeah. games.
0: But they, they don't have the easy, the, the hardest uh, road of it. Um, the Dutch women play eight and 22
1: or something like that. that saves on the travel cost doesn't
0: it? it does indeed um, well that's all in totally pro league, 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 league. Um, that
1: was nice, nice of Blake to join us after yep. the game what, what was interesting is, is the one thing that he said there in response to uh, the um, third umpire the, the, yeah. the video umpire is the, the level playing field and it's the same for them as it, as it is for us
0: it was interesting because especially recently we've come accustomed to there being this the, the third umpire a television official or whatever you want to call them. Um, and when it's not there, you don't miss
1: it. Well, it is a television official, you're right, because it's been proved that uh, we can't have it at FIH tournaments if there isn't the TV broadcast being done. So it's it's not a video umpire, it's a television umpire, isn't it? Because it's a yeah, television broadcast so. team that needs to be there.
0: But it, the game certainly didn't suffer b- b- because of it, and I don't think, much would have changed if it had to be there.
1: Um, well, there yeah. would, because there would have been the, the delays. delays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, and so do, you, well, do you think that there was um, a better quality, a, a better spectator? Um, what's, what am I looking, looking for? Uh, the spectacle. Yeah, experience, a better spectacle for the spectator, for the fan, without having those longer breaks?
0: Look, I'm I'm of the opinion that they you don't you want to minimise those breaks regardless of what they're for, okay? Um, the the beauty of hockey is it transfers so quick from end to end, and the games that it, against these two teams, they are both teams that go and they go hard and they go real quick. Yeah. and uh, to break that up a little bit, it just doesn't the flow disappears and I think
1: for the same reason the advocates for uh, video umpire referral would, would say because it's so quick we need to be able to have that second second look Look, I, I, I don't think that we can not use it at the top
0: level um, I was a bit surprised that they would call a, an FIH test match wouldn't have video referral at it yeah. but obviously video referral is now deemed as being um, what's the word for it
1: a nice to have um well,
0: it's not mandatory, yeah uh you know, so if you can do it you, you you're allowed to have it or you maybe you're not allowed to have it it's it, the attitude coming out from the f i h now about video referrals is very different than say twelve or eighteen months ago, where it was yes we're going to, this is how, and blah blah, blah, now you know there's some been financial difficulties or whatever and there's cutbacks coming. That's one of the areas that's getting cut back.
1: Well, whilst we're on that, we talk about the FIH and maybe the changing of circumstances. Um, we did have an international test match played uh, recently in Asia. Now, um, that we were told last year at a congress that the FIH would be much more open to international test matches being played on uh, surfaces other than astroturf, artificial turf, um and if it was agreed between those two countries they'd be able to play on, on whatever they want apparently john um because we've got some interest, interesting pictures popped up on twitter yeah. um well just take us through now there's a photo of the two teams lined up yep. on on a surface now there's definitely a surface now i'm not sure normally if you have a team photograph taken um particularly with the two teams involved they're taken on the playing surface Yeah. so I'm assuming the surface they were standing on was the surface that they played hockey on
0: well you could see in the photos at either end of the surface they were standing on was a soccer goal with a hockey goal in it that's right so I'm assuming this is the venue for the FIH test match
1: now talk us through what you saw <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what did I well your dream had come true what I thought I saw was um, your black turf
1: Yes, yeah, it, black and white, black and white hockey turf, taking yeah, taking the world by storm. A lot of people want them. Yeah,
0: well, it, while it was undoubtedly black, it was just as undoubtedly not turf. Um, what the surface looked like is some sort of car park or perhaps bitumen basketball court that had rubber matting laid across the top of it.
1: Now, This was in Dushanbe in Tajikistan. Um, the test and between between them and Kazakhstan. Um, Can
0: you say the first one again? Because I struggled to get that pronunciation right.
1: Tajikistan. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Kazakhstan. And Kazakhstan, yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure whether maybe there used to be a hockey field <laughs> rolled over the top of it. Um, but i tell you what. It would introduce some skills because that little um, break in the in the rubber every three metres.
0: Yeah, uh, about a metre and a half by two and a half metre slabs, would you say? Yeah, Something yeah. around that of rubber? Yeah. Look like rubber. Could have been old carpet.
1: Incredible. Um, they've got shin guards on. Good on them. They'd need them. <laughs>
0: and she'd go up all the way up to the waist i'd think and it wasn't just that the matting was there that the edge it's old matting and the edges had curved up they'd sort of expanded a little bit so there was a lovely little lip on the edge of most of these these black surfaces these black pieces i I can't i would have loved to have seen vision of that game it would have been hilarious poor players
1: yeah it's certainly interesting so they they play a bit of a a tournament there's two two participating teams from Tajikistan um, play. Yeah, second time that they've run this. Um, and uh, there was a training camp in which all the teams played together to hone their skills. So,
2: but
0: how but, cool is that, though, that they're prepared to do that, just to get up and get a game of hockey going?
1: They're doing something. And you know? how jealous
0: am I, because each one of those blokes has now got an international cap, <laughs> and I've got no chance.
1: No, of course you have, mate. You haven't retired yet, have you?
0: No, I'm still available, but... Um, Talking to Batchy after the game against uh, India the other night. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that I'm in his thoughts at the moment, though he does know that I'm there ready to go if needed.
1: That's good. Were you a pitch side? I did, was. Did you have your kit in the car?
0: Yeah. Yeah, good. Always. I had my hockey shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen to what Colin Batch had to say. Uh, Colin thanks for joining us on the reverse stick, uh, a tough game tonight uh, but a good build up as well for the tour you you've got coming up to Europe with the pro league
2: Yeah it was a tough game you know, you look at it and it's 4-0 but it was certainly a lot closer than that, we got two right near the end when they uh, took their goalkeeper off but they had a lot of pressure on us particularly in the last quarter there so um, at 2-0 uh, they could have easily scored and uh, you know, the result's vastly different
0: What, well, As a coach was your main focus with these games is that uh, trying out things that you take to the pro league or is it just getting the guys playing together more?
2: Well, India play a little bit different to the European teams um, and Argentina and New Zealand that we've been playing against, so it was good to play their style, it's a um, pressing style, so the game's very quick, um, we need to cope with that, we don't often play that, that way against teams anymore, um, so... they're they're a good side and they'll trouble some some of the best teams around. Um, They're not in the Pro League but, um, you know, they're one of the better teams in the world at the moment.
0: Looking ahead to the Pro League, is there excitement about a a tour like
3: this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, it's uh, a bit unique uh, in more recent times because, you, you know, you just generally go to a tournament, you play six or seven games and then you move away. So this is play and then move on, play and move on. So um, we're looking forward to doing that. We're looking forward to playing against um, the top European teams.
0: Thanks a lot, Colin. Cheers. All right, thanks a lot. Common Batch there at the Australia-India Test match the other night. It's um, it's interesting here about the comparison with the Pro League to tournaments and it's a home and away league. If you look at that last month, it's more like a Soccer World Cup than... Yes, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. like a little mini tournament within the
1: league yeah.
0: with the way that, that it's all fixed it up.
1: Well, um, when GB were over here, we were talking to Johners, and and yeah. and there was that. You know, how do you manage that as 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 a coaching team, is to get your team ready and right for whatever kind of tournament's going to be thrown at you, whether it's yeah a, a three week break in between games or then three games within five or six days. Uh, it must be very hard to um, to try and get your sides to peak when you need them to peak.
0: Well, I'm hoping um, we'll be having some players join us in the coming weeks on Totally Pro League. Yeah. That's one of the... The 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 travel is one of the things I'd like to discuss with them and how they manage it and what they think of it. Because, you know, every... we The Australian players are putting up with a completely different travel schedule than a lot of the other countries were because a lot of other countries are playing most of their games... Uh, at one venue or maybe at two venues. Uh-huh. Whereas the Australian home games have basically, they've been flying all over the
1: shop. Even for the home games. Even for their home yeah, games. Yeah. But um, and, and they're also before the, the, I think the Argentina trip, they were doing training at four in the morning or something like yeah. that to try and get into a different kind of schedule. And the,
0: the other thing is that these guys travel, if there wasn't a pro league on, they'd be traveling the world anyway. And I wonder if they're, how much more travel they're actually doing than if they were in the normal program.
1: I reckon it's double.
0: You think it's double? Yeah. I'd I'd be interested to find out how much it is. But anyway, um, because we've been all over the shop in this show so far, so where are we going next? Maybe we need one of these.
1: To the reverse stick, the global hockey podcast. John, had mentioned push past pundits, our other podcast that we do, the Indian hockey podcast, and we were down at Perth Hockey Stadium getting some vision uh, on our Facebook page. There, of course, you can find push past pundits on Facebook and on Twitter at push past pundits, and you can find us the reverse stick on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and or send at, an email. The, at the reverse stick. Yes, you can. You can email us too, Matt or John. Not Matt or John, but Matt at the thereversestick.net or john at the thereversestick.net. We'd love to get your feedback. If you've got any questions, if we get it wrong, as we usually do on many <laughs> things, uh, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, awards, John. Awards. Awards, awards. A couple of awards. I'm going to start. First off, we'll, we'll go through uh, very, very quickly the England Hockey Awards that took place last week. 300 uh, people went along to the event. Uh, we've got 15 awards. I'm going to blitz through them. Not Sports Club of the Year, London Wayfarers. Do you want to do a little well done or a little clap or something after? Oh, there we go, that's beautiful. Um, lifetime Achievement, oh, I'm sorry, Celixia Coach of the Year, Catherine Red. <laughs> lifetime Achievement, Miranda Smith. Vitality Rising star, Helen Windsor and Jeevan Chagger. Uh, Women's Team of the Year, Rugby in East Warwickshire, First eleven. Men's Team of the Year, Stratford-upon-Avon. Home of the Bard. Official of the Year, Simon Die. Unsung club hero, Chandra Arora. Um, Aurora. Vitality Hockey Maker of the Year, shared to between Annie Thomas and Emma Longbottom. Men's Senior Performance Player, Big Bad Barry Middleton. Men's Emerging Performance Player and Newly Announced GB Squad member for the games coming up, Tom Sorsby. Women's Senior Performance Player, Lily Owsley. Emerging performance player Miriam Pritchard Congratulations to all the winners Well done um, Now I said awards There's more awards We of course had the FIH President's Award uh, Being handed over to the King of Malaysia no less um, Just a couple of days ago In Kuala Lumpur um, And a uh, nice little picture on Kuala Dr. Lumpur Kuala <laughs> Close to Australia isn't it I thought we were trying to, um, uh, attract more people, um, from that part of the world, from tourism down here. Yeah. Yeah. Koala. Koala Lumpa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, so Dr. Batra and, uh, Mrs. Batra. I don't know if her name's Mrs. Batra. Um, uh, Thierry and Tayab, uh, all present. What? Oh, it was Mrs. Batra. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's definitely Mrs. Batra, <laughs> okay. but. Just, just, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if she's known as Mrs. Batra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go, okay, go, go. Okay. Mrs. Cuckoo? No? Yeah, quick, quick. Uh, anyway, handed over the, uh, the 2018 <laughs> President's <laughs> Award, uh, to, uh, the King for, and that was announced back in, uh, at the Congress, wasn't it? Um, whilst we're talking about Tayab Ikram, the head of Asia Hockey, um, himself and Marika Fleuren, head of Euro Hockey, um, they've both been reappointed as IOC Commission members. Um, Marika's busy, hey? That's very busy. Euros, F.I.H. and oh, I she's got to be on about fifteen different things. <laughs> she's on the Women in Sport Committee for the I.O.C., um, and then also um, oh, she's on another one with the I.O.C. there as well. Um, well whilst um, Tayab has been promoted to the I.O.C. Olympic Solidarity Commission, so well, look, good to have hockey people moving ahead in the world of the I.O.C. John, isn't it very important to our game? And, uh, I, I don't know how they do it, to be honest. I really don't know how.
0: No comment. They do it. No comment. No comment.
1: Oh, just, just, play, just play a sting.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's no comment from John. Talking about no comments as well. We're, um, when we were at the stadium, uh, on Monday morning, we saw a few people, a strange sort of, Looking people, they are a bit out of out of place in a hockey oh, stadium yes. at that time of the day. As when we were filming, and we both kind of looked around and shot. I'm going, who are they? What well, if we'd have stayed at the stadium another <laughs> two hours? The current prime minister would have would have um, popped up
0: on the election trail.
1: On the election trail, it's our, uh, our elections here tomorrow, federal, Sat- Saturday, national elections. National elections. Um, yeah, and he popped up, ScoMo, Scott Morrison, the the current Australian prime minister had flown in specially, apparently, from over east to um, come and make an announcement.
0: He did. He was in Perth announcing that the uh, Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos...
1: Well, no, specifically the Hockey Roos. Specifically the Hockey Roos, was yeah, it? an upgrade to the, the Hockey Roos so change facilities. the Kookas ho- won't be allowed to oh, use No, 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 it? no. But, but then there will be some uh, money for the Joint Used um, Recovery and Rehabilitation Centre.
0: Look, basically, the government's given 600 grand to do the facilities up.
1: That's right, but with a lead towards it going t- towards w- women's hockey. Now, fantastic. Um, it'd be nice to get that um, uh, matched by his main opponent, <laughs> wouldn't it? And it uh, Just get the money in, in Well, I think re- they be busy
0: in, in Geelong handing out millions of dollars to a football club to build another stand.
1: It's plenty of pork barrelling going on. Now, I reckon about 24 to 48 hours before um, Scott Morrison appeared here in Perth, um, I mean, this, you know, this, this wasn't, this, this happened pretty off the cuff, it seems. Uh, there was a tweet, a tweet, there was a tweet from Tyler Lovell. It
0: was.
1: Um, uh, with, uh, four pictures of the, uh, the recovery facilities and the change rooms that the Kookaburras had funded themselves to, to, to do up. Um, saying, hey, seeing as you're handing out all this money for sport, how about, um, you know, one of your number one performing sports teams gets an upgrade over here. And then, as if by magic, now I don't know whether Tyler knew about this beforehand, or whether there was a genuine response. you know the, the, the teams of these uh, the polleys at uh, this time of the year they're all over media trying to find opportunities um, to ingratiate themselves to the the, the, the general public and sports are a favored way to do that, isn't it? Um, what are you what was your take on it? Do you want me to burst your bubble? Go on okay. Um,
0: this this is something that's actually been in the works for a little while. Now, it's an election promise. The the current federal government has promised, if they would be re-elected, they'd add seventy million dollars. Uh, it's part of a package that they've put forward. So it's not guaranteed funding by any stretch. No, of no, 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 It's an election yeah. promise. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and as I said, it's out of seven seventy million. Um, yeah, I think Netball's getting a big pile of money for a netball center in yeah. Melbourne and there's other sports are getting big we, we're getting 600 so far maybe hockey australia will get more but um they made a submission for this a few weeks ago ah uh, really yeah I'm led to believe right uh, so it was no surprise necessarily but I get the feeling no one's uh, you know they're very happy that the promise has been made or yeah, but yeah. no one's banking on it just yet no no um you got to be in it to win especially it. considering that uh the current prime minister who uh made this election promise um the bookmakers in, in this country are already paying out on the opposition to win <laughs> the election <laughs> <laughs> um, the election's still 24 hours away and they're paying out on it so um well, you yeah, see, I, I respond. it's great that they're, they're at least thinking about the sport and we're in but it wasn't.
1: I thought it, it was, was a, ma- a magical tweet from Tyler Lovell because ah, I I, t- I, t- I tweeted back to him and said, oh, you know, well done. That that happened quickly. Any chance you can ask for a new helipad for the for the studio for us?
0: Because well, the, con- the concrete's breaking
1: up a, a little bit on the roof here, isn't it?
0: It is. Yeah, the, 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 the asbestos fibres are blowing into the neighbours'
1: <laughs> Yeah oh at that it's still shaking?
0: Yeah, a bit wobbly up there. You should hear the roof vibrate when the band's practising. <laughs> That's <laughs> extraordinary. Um, but some good news for you. Clive Palmer's been in touch. Hi. And, and he, he's promised to build us a, um, a, a fully Australian-made and owned recording studio. Brilliant. Yeah. Staffed fully by Australians. Great. Yeah, Looking really forward to it. it. Yeah. Thanks, Clive. Thank Vote you. Clive. Vote
1: Clive. Number 27.
0: Everybody should vote for Clive because we'd have the funniest three years of politics you'd ever seen.
1: And we're not a political show, are we? No, we aren't. No, we're not a political show.
0: Anyway, that's what happened with with the whole tweet there. But it's, you know, it, elections are always a good time for sports to stick their money, their hands up. And if it goes your way, you might end up with a bit more than you thought.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um Have you have you seen Delph anywhere?
0: Delph? Who? Delph? Delph? But, I'm i Oh, the guy, the sponsorship guy. Yeah. Where is he? I don't know. Shall we make a phone call find out where Delph yeah, is? see where Delph is.
2: Delph.
0: Okay, you are listening to The Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. What more have we got?
1: We're man? rattling through it. Uh, Tyron, Dubu, Barnard and Raider Media, they're going to be doing some live streaming yeah. of the Spa Indoor um, Internationals in South Africa coming up. Uh, is that Audio this commentary. Oh, is it?
0: Yeah, so you'll be able to, um, you'll be able to sit at your desk. Yep. Do your work and in the background listen to Tyron.
1: The dulcet Tones. How's yep. it?
0: How's it? yeah You both.
1: Brilliant. Um, so check out Radar Media. Yeah. Sports 24 7, all things Jabu Um, or just, uh, Tyron Barnard on Twitter and you'll be able to get all the info. We'll share that as it's coming out anyway and get your ears around that. Um, Announcement from Old Georgians Old Georgians, we're still waiting for the uh, the phone call Happy to have you as sponsors on the show um, Like you were saying before about clubs making their announcements And you'll find out a lot of that information on score.com. Um You'll also find it on Twitter The first announcement of their signings for this year uh, Is uh, Scots and GB uh, representative Lee Morton Closely followed up by GB defender Liam Sanford uh, so two big names to to kick off the the, tran- the pre-season transfer fun with old Georgians. A uh, couple
0: of uh, we're also seeing a couple of England players start to come out of their hibernation too. And Matty Hinch is uh, oh, back also, and available for GB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it Alex Danson?
1: Well, she, no, Alex has had the, uh, the concussion, concussion, hasn't she? Yeah. Uh, who, yeah.
0: There was someone else, who, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, who tweeted in the last 24 hours about
1: how they're
0: now back in the fold.
1: I doubt it's Sophie Bray. <laughs> um, so just quickly on the old Georgians, uh, Hockey World News posted uh, they're just days away from announcing their biggest addition to the team and one that will really push the club to, towards the goal of the 2020 playoffs. So who bigger... Than Lee Morton and Liam Sanford is going to end up at Old Georgians. Ooh! You'd think a striker, wouldn't you? I don't know if Sam Ward's still in there again uh, this season. He played there last season. Could you ever uh, see
0: Europeans coming to play England club well, hockey? Well, that's opposed... interesting, isn't it? Yeah. That,
1: yeah, that would that would be interesting if 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 the money's there. Could could you see Mirko Preusser, maybe turning or, up and playing for Old Georgians?
0: Or payette or um, I mean. <laughs> Surely, some of these clubs would love to have a guy like Aaron Zaluski in their team. Yeah, oh, he's a fabulous player. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, it's interesting. They, it, they are quite heavily dominated by um, by English players or British players, with the odd addition of perhaps some um, maybe lesser-known internationals, yeah. Polish internationals and the like. It's,
0: well, it's, the problem with uh, taking players from Australia or somewhere like that is you're going to miss. A most of the season, well, the the, the important part of the season, they're going to have pro, pro league um, commitments in the next couple of years at yeah. least.
1: Well, no, but, you know, sometimes you are just looking at that the the, the guys who were just on the fringe or just on the out, you know, on the outside of it, trying to to break oh, into Players the, like they, mean. Well, yeah, of course, players players <laughs> yeah. like you. You, know, you haven't got so much of the fringe anymore, though. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> finally uh, uh, on my little snippets, John, uh, more fun and games out of Pakistan. Uh, they uh, they had a board meeting on the 13th um, with uh, the main matter being the ratification of Mohammed Asif Bajwa as the new Secretary-General. Um, somebody did tweet saying, uh, according to the Constitution, uh, Khalid Sajjad Kokar can't call that meeting when there was already an Associate Secretary, Zahir Shah, who refused to sign the letter. Um, <laughs> oh, but nonetheless... Asif Bajwa is um, in the job and looking to find some unity and provide some transparency. Now, check this out from Dawn uh, on the 14th of May. It's the online Pakistan newspaper out of Lahore. uh, PHF on Monday decided to place all the financial accounts on its official website after every three months in order to keep the financial matters of the Federation crystal clear. Asif Bajwa, the newly elected PHF Secretary, Um, Said uh, he's more interested in the matters concerning wrongdoing in PHF's financial affairs and less interested to talk about the game's decline in the country Uh, sorry, talking about the critics of the federation he added, by displaying the financial accounts on the PHF website, hopefully all the stakeholders will have their confidence in PHF and he's invited all former Olympians of the country to come forward and join hands to bring back the game of hockey all Olympians should open their hearts just for the betterment of the game uh, so, you know, maybe um, some bright light there. And, of course, Shabazz um, uh, said he didn't <laughs> resign, ex- expressed his ignorance about the resignation. Um, but uh, Brigitte Sajjad uh, Kokar got a, a letter of resignation from somewhere, whether he wrote it himself <laughs> or,
3: or what.
0: Who knows? I mean, what staggers me is that, you know, things like constitutions and stuff are for you know, these sorts of bodies. They're they're there to give you guidance about how to go about and doing things properly. They're not there as weapons and tools to bring down your political opponents. And that's what it seems like it's being used for. Anyway, had my say. Yeah.
1: but I mean, that's an an interesting situation all over because we didn't think that Shabazz could continue in that role anyway if he was sitting on the FIH executive board. No. And I thought that was part of the constitution of the FIH.
0: Well, yeah. I... I, (laughs) If you can't stand up for a simple piece of fixturing, it's going to be hard to stand up for your constitution, isn't
1: it? It is. Uh, Talking about <laughs> fixturing, one more thing on that. I did spot on Twitter something out of Hockey South Australia um, oh. that there's been um, like mid or a third of the way of the season through for their women's Metro 1 competition that two clubs have been allowed to enter the competition um, that seem to have been excluded for whatever reason beforehand um, under the threat of um, legal action, and so the whole competition's getting redrawn and these clubs are allowed to (laughs) participate.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, reading between the lines, it seems as though there's a situation where the association's made a decision that's gone against these two clubs. Yeah. Uh, The two clubs have decided to fight it and instigated or threatened to instigate court proceedings that they can't afford to defend in court. Yeah, well, we know know that they're just having to let them play because they've got no option other than to do that yeah
1: and the clubs would obviously know that and you know they were they were doing the crowdfunding or struggling to get money for the, the Hockey 1 yeah. side to be confirmed in the new Which Australian Hockey 1 league it is yeah and they raised the publicly um, from the public they raised $100,000 yeah. to get them over the line to do it um, so it's, it's we'll a, try and
0: find out more about that yeah. um, we don't know why those clubs were told that they couldn't be in whatever league they wanted to be in Um it might be just that the association's right in excluding those clubs, but the clubs know damn well that if they manage any sort of legal challenge, the, the association's going to have to fold and yeah. let them play. Yeah. And even, yeah. So we'll try and find out more about that situation.
1: Um, One very last thing, and then that's me done, John. Well done to everybody involved in Flyers Week at Lee Valley uh, Hockey Centre in London. Some great power id hockey going on there. Seems to be lots of fun. And uh, well done for Access Sport and everybody that's involved in putting that together. A lot of fun. Can't wait to be bringing that down here.
0: Guess what, mate? What, mate? You're not going to believe this. 49. Fifty minutes. Oh, it's I just ticked on. We've got a couple of minutes to edit out. It's a nice, sh-
1: nice short one for you this week, folks. Uh, you, are you playing this weekend? I am three
0: thirty at home you're on the grass. On the grass 30, down there, yeah. Stevens. What about? Oh, you want me to ask you if you're playing? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, there yeah, yeah playing. I'm
1: playing my two hundred fiftieth game for Fremantle Hockey Club. Oh, really? Yeah, it? really looking forward to it Saturday afternoon, and then. John, I'll be walking over to the next field and I'll watch our men's ones game game against uh, Vic Park, and that's being streamed live on the hockey uh, from Hockey Western Australia oh, okay. and Ashley Morrison. So wherever you are in the world, you'll be able to get your eyes on that at 3:30 WA time.
0: Remember to get some muffins to that
1: game. Don't worry, the muffins are coming.
0: Thanks, I- folks. Bye. Bye. See what I'm thinking, Matt, mm-hmm. is if we get onto all the commentators yeah, yeah. and and use them as the lobbying tool.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll have to do a survey first to find out what their favourite cakes are. Yeah, we've got to get the right kind of cake to the right kind of person. You know, yeah.
0: but we start with the commentators. So if we get them on site, uh-huh. every pro league game in Perth.
1: Yeah, suit us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it'd be great for the uh, local wheat economy, won't it? It would, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, a lot of cakes. Yeah, and sugar, sugar. Yeah. yeah.
0: We're keeping local industry alive. I'll vote for you.
1: Thanks.